0: Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, Valisa. This Hi. This is our weekly live. We have an awesome guest this week, Leanne O'Connor. Hello. Hello, who happens to be my neighbor. We discovered each other online, and Leanne's a lactation consultant. Um, so, we already got some tweets from people with questions for a lactation
1: awesome. consultant. Awesome. I could ask answer questions all day long about lactation and
0: all that Just good
1: stuff. laughable lactation. Yes, laughable lactation.
0: <laughs> um, so this this is a good question because I want to know this. Okay. I only have one kid so far, and uh, it hurt a lot when mm. I started nursing. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared for that at all. Valisa, was it painful for you when you first started? It was very painful. I almost gave up, and then yeah. I did one last final try and it worked and it didn't hurt anymore. So I guess I just was doing it wrong in the beginning. Right. So that's kind of my question because I'd like to have another and I'm hoping that <laughs> this won't happen again. Does it always hurt at first?
1: It doesn't always hurt. It frequently hurts at first. It shouldn't. And everybody says it shouldn't, but often it does. Yeah. And there are reasons that it does. Um, Oh, my goodness. The list, it would take me an hour and a half to tell you the list, but I'll try to be brief. Okay. okay. General overview. General. <laughs> so one of the things is we didn't grow up in a society where we're all hanging around watching everybody right. breastfeed. And so there's we live in a society where there's a lot of products. So people have all these products and these things to yeah. put the baby on. And if you put the baby on a thing and not on you, it puts the baby away from you. And so your nipple is going to be like being dragged down to the pillow, right? That sounds painful. (laughs) Yeah. So, so there's that. It's, we don't understand. And we also don't trust babies. Babies are smart. They're really smart. So we don't trust them. So we smash their head into your nipple. No. And that makes them kind of scared. Yeah. And makes them kind of, you know, it makes their latch wrong. They become like a wild animal. They do. They do. (laughs) So, so if we give them a little space and, um, and, you know, let them be on our body. Sometimes that helps. We don't try, we try too hard. Right. We're working too hard for something, know. like, you know, that shouldn't take that much work. A very, very common thing is when a baby is tongue-tied. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not when they're like that. Right. Kind of. <laughs> well, they can't talk yet, so <laughs> right, we don't
0: know.
1: Don't tell them that. They think yeah. they can. Anyway, there's, when there's a little attachment under their tongue that is tethering their tongue to the floor of their mouth, and then they can't fix their tongue out, and they talk like that. Yeah. And, that's so, and so then their gums are on you, and they're they're chomping. They're, they can be chompers. <laughs> there's also birth. If we have a complicated birth, sometimes that makes the baby uncomfortable. It makes the muscles in their face and their neck uncomfortable. Oh, wow. And so there's tension, and they're chomping. It becomes this, I mean, there's, so yeah. A tense, chompy baby. <laughs> <laughs> It does. So we need to um, relax our baby. We need to. We need to like. Relax we need to done. massage our baby. spa. Yeah, baby yeah. spa. Bring them to the baby spa. <laughs> right. Which really, do you know where the baby spa is? Right here. Oh, right that's right a here. nice way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought of it. That, that that is the baby
0: that spa. Is. That is. Yeah. I um. I didn't think I would like breastfeeding. Like, I, I thought it would be a thing I would dutifully do. Like, this is the best for the baby. And I then it, yeah.
1: And then once the pain
0: part was over.
1: Yeah, I loved it. It's cool. It, it's, I love it for so many reasons. Why do you love it?
0: Well, besides my um, practical reasons, like, it was the cheapest. It was the most convenient. I didn't, I didn't ever have to remember anything because
1: it was always here. This woman's lazy. I didn't yeah. want to wash anything. Yeah, washing no washing, bottles? no
0: sterilizing, no mixing, all that. But other than that, like, I just loved the, the bonding. I don't know a way, a non-corny way of saying this. I love the bonding. I love being my son's main source of whatever. Nutrition, nervous, comfort, 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 you know. Like, I loved it. So I didn't want to stop. I eventually did because I thought it might be weird if I
1: didn't. But um, I loved it. Did you know that it's normal to nurse into preschool, like into like age three, four? That that's physiologically, biologically normal.
0: Well, I, I later learned that. But um, when did it, it become well,
1: when did it become out of the norm? Yeah. What made this out of the norm? Oh my goodness. Do we have decades to discuss this? Okay. First <laughs> of all, I mean, when with the introduction of formula that kind of helped and it was it was developed for good reason for for orphans, for the, the rare woman who like didn't like the babies that didn't have a mother red milk, right? Then the Industrial Revolution and women were working outside of the home and then you know we needed to feed them and wet nurses weren't considered so cool. Um we can talk about that. I think too. that would be very cool. Actually. I think yeah, too <laughs> and then and then like convenience foods and science got better than than yeah. nature. And then the truth is, we sexualize the breast. Right. It's right. just only for sex. You can't have a baby being sexy. Right. Like, you know, that's a problem. But that's 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 where it comes from. And that's what a lot of people get uptight about. It's like, I can't have a baby there. I can't nurse in front of you. I can't tell her Yeah. But it's just, we're mammals. These are mammary glands. Mammary glands,
0: people. Mammary glands. I don't know. Felisa. how long did you nurse? How long? Um, six months. For and then four months for my second, because they
1: they stopped.
0: They didn't want it anymore, and the milk kind of dried up. A nursing strike.
1: They moved on. A nursing strike. That sounds yeah. It is. It is official. If baby that young stops nursing, that's a nursing strike. Either that, or they were getting a lot of bottles that were a lot easier. Yeah, I heard
0: that. That sometimes the baby it, it just. It comes out faster in a bottle,
1: right? Many bottles are super fast. So the baby is like, this is awesome. Well, they don't, it's <laughs> like, it's, they don't have to use their muscles, mm-hmm. right? So if you were, if you were going to um, walk up town or hop on the bus right. repeatedly and yeah. you kept taking the bus repeatedly and then one day you went to walk and it hurt your muscles, you'd get on the bus. Or if someone wanted to just pour this down my throat right. as opposed to actually drinking it, right, I would opt for that. <laughs> Would you know? No. I'm just, right. The baby. process. Here's the yeah. thing. The process of sipping wine and enjoying it is is nice, and babies like that That's process a great too. you thinking of it? Yeah, I can. Oh, I can. Just... I can always turn any conversation into wine or breastfeeding or both. Or
0: both related. But, yeah. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people wonder, can you drink while you're breastfeeding? And well, let me see. Let me see if I could balance a baby <laughs> and drink.
1: Uh, well, yes. I mean, I um, should sure. you? Should sure you? You can, but should sure you? It depends on how you're feeling. Are you Are you feeling stressed and you need a drink to calm down so you can nurse this baby? Yeah. The truth is that you can You can have a glass of wine if you're nursing. It's not taboo, unless Unless it's a problem for you. Right. Like no you should be we be being taboo anyway. anyway. Right. Okay. But generally, we don't have to be this pristine, perfect mother and a perfect, you know, everything. So it's okay. The first time that you have a glass of wine, though, after you've had a baby, most people in the United States have not been drinking during their pregnancy. In Europe they have, but in this country we're not. So so people are, their their resistance is low. So you would want to have a little bit of wine. If you do, you want to have it with a meal. You want to be hydrated. You want to, you know, you don't want to go and do a bunch
0: of shots. No.
1: That's while well breastfeeding.
0: That's definitely bad. No, not a good idea. I registered these little test strips to test <laughs> your breast milk to make sure if there was still alcohol in it before you fed the baby. And you know what? I never use
1: There are so many products out there. I, I actually wrote a blog post on my blog yeah. called What to Reject When You're Accepting. That's
0: a great title.
1: Because there are so how many things that people will tell you that you need that you don't need? You don't need that much stuff when you're baby. You really
0: don't. V, do you have a thing that you like thought you needed but you don't need it? Any, anything well, I think there's a lot of products that I have that still that I never used, and they're like brand new, not never opened. Like
1: just little yeah. potions and lotions and whatnot. But, yeah, there are a few. Speaking of potions and lotions, did you know that your breasts have these little dots on the areola called Montgomery's glands? No, did, I did not. Well, <laughs> see? I'm just a wealth of breast Look information. Look at this. So, so I just called them the little dots. The little dots. are yeah, called okay. Montgomery's glands, and they emit or secrete this substance that's sort of like... Um, an emollient sort of moisturizing but it also has this fragrance that draws the baby to you oh, so the baby knows where his food source is yeah. and so so that's a cool thing and if you do have sore nipples you don't have to go out and buy something you could squeeze a little of your milk onto your nipple nice. and that, it has healing properties. Did what you know? What's that? What is the gland called? Montgomery's glands, like Elizabeth Montgomery, bewitched. So it's kind of magical. Um, and another way to save money. Way to save money. Don't yes. buy nipple cream. Yes, don't buy nipple cream. You, you, don't, you don't need it. Yeah. So somebody asked us
0: this question, and the children are all safely tucked away, so we can now talk about the sex. <gasps> sex? Do Does breastfeeding generally
1: help or hurt one's sex life? What do you think? Well, it's interesting because people get very funny. Again, these are like it doesn't it doesn't hurt if you if you are comfortable with your body. Yeah, if you feel good about your body. I don't understand why it would hurt your sex life. In fact, I, another blog post I wrote. If I may, may talk about that, um, what's her name? Erica Jong wrote this article, this essay about how attachment parenting. Ruins marriages. Oh, Did you read this? No. Well, she's I've like, oh that. yes, the mother loves her baby more than her right. husband. And I just sat down when I read it, and I sat down and just spilled my heart out, and I said, Erica, that is not true. That there's there's there was a problem with that marriage anyway. And I said, sometimes when you have a baby, when you're when you're you could be laying there like with your baby nearby and being in the throes of passionate lovemaking, and the baby wakes up. Right. So then you have to pause. Hit the pause button, roll yeah. over, let's baby on, get the baby to sleep and go back to being the goddess, you know? Right. And you don't have to it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can, you know I mean I think if you have an intimate relationship with your partner right. and you create an intimacy with your family, and intimacy and sexuality are not the same thing, then it just I think it enhances you in your life. Yeah. I think it makes a woman seem more powerful
0: and your body more magical. And you know, if you're embarrassed because you leak when you're in bed or something, then just laugh about it. You have a sense of humor. No big deal. Maybe I don't know. What do you think, Belisa?
1: Ever (laughs) leak during ever leak during sex? No comment.
0: Melissa's well, husband is not always so happy with the questions I ask, I suspect. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, um I think that it's an awesome thing either way. I don't think
1: it, it it hurts, and it might help. What I will say is that some mothers, especially in the early weeks, can feel touched out and they feel like oh, they've gotten totally. they've gotten enough touch. Yes. So please don't touch me. But that's I, that's a little bit different. That's just sort of like being overwhelmed, mother. And so yeah. finding ways. And this is where partners can say, "Can I take the baby for you while you go take a shower? While you while you enjoy your dinner that I prepared for you? That is sexy. That is dude. If any of you are watching, that's that's
0: total. I love that term, touched out. And yeah. I tried to use it to explain when I felt that way. I don't know. It's just it's so intense when you have a newborn and like you're
1: always. Your, your body is being used
0: all it the time. Is. And, you're, sometimes and sometimes you're
1: like, it is too much touch. And the other thing is sometimes you get all that touch that you need. Right. That this other person's over there going, y'all are touching each other. What what about me? I know. Yeah. I, it's something I would try to be more conscious of next time. I still love to not, love. I figured out my husband loves when I rub his head and scratch his head. Yeah. And sometimes if I was just kind of feeling touched out, I might just scratch his head and that and touch just out. touch him. And yeah. Touch means and helps so much. It's so healing.
0: It is. It is.
1: And I hope you don't mind me touching you. I love <laughs> you touching me. It's wonderful. We've
0: probably drink any wine. I
1: know. Oh, screen. <laughs> <keep a> <laughs> oh yeah. To touch us from from
0: borough burrow to borough, burrow, from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Um, let's see. So, I, this is a fun fact I heard. You can tell me if this is true or not. I heard that about three quarters of moms are righties.
1: Like, their bre- right breast produces more milk than their left. Do you think that's true? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's so I don't know. And it's very interesting because in this day and age, yeah, everybody has their stuff and a lot of people start pumping. So, yeah. if you start stimulating yourself mm-hmm. legally right away. Sometimes we we are a little more equal or, but here's what's interesting. Our breasts have storage capacity. So if in the case of some of us like me, when I remember being in high school and having this discussion with my friends about how one of our breasts filled the cup more than the other. And that's the breast that ended up my right breast. As a matter of fact, ended up making more milk. It filled up the cup more when I was 16 and it made more milk. But it's, it's how big is our storage capacity?
0: Yeah. I mean, so I don't know if that's bodies exactly true, but th- that, that makes, makes sense. Yeah, bodies aren't symmetrical. No. Necessarily. Um, hmm. And then here's another fun fact I learned. Okay. Apparently, breast milk is more valuable than oil, as far as monetary value. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, incre- I, I, I don't know the latest. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've paper. never bought any, right, or sold any, but apparently people do, and it's like, what, 260 times more expensive than oil. Well, it's 260 times better than oil. Totally. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather drink breast milk than oil? <laughs> I would. And it has all these wonderful properties, but, um, now, I did use a little bit of formula, and... What something that bothers me about this whole discussion is like the major amount of judgment on either mm. side about whether you breastfeed or formula feed. I mean, I think breast is generally better for all the
1: reasons we said, but like formula isn't evil. Yeah. It's 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 not evil. It has its place. Yeah. And so it, in I think I really think the media kind of pushes these mommy wars because I, I think yeah. And and so so. The other thing is, I think the first time you're a mother and you're it's so new and so raw, whatever you're doing, you're gonna own right? Like a badge of honor. Yeah, so
0: it makes you feel empowered.
1: To be like, yeah, I'm doing it right. Well it's almost like that, you know, protecting your family. Right. So whatever I'm doing is good, right? It's good. What you're doing is not good. Yeah. Don't say what you know. I, and it's it's very primal. And when you're when you're a first time mother, everything is so raw. Even even if you have two or three or ten kids, when you're a new mother, like that new baby, yeah. you're very raw and emotional. So. It's it's it is very it's very interesting and I try not to judge people yeah you know because I haven't walked in their shoes I don't know what their what their history is yeah, I don't know what I feel like happened. there's
0: no right way or no wrong way it's whatever works for you is a good way to go with you know for
1: sure. yeah there, uh, there are some women who become very very disappointed that their bodies fail them if they don't make enough yeah. money and so there's there's got to be healing and support around that. And um and then we were talking about wet nurses. Some babies really don't tolerate formula. I have met many babies wow. around the world who don't not around the world, but around my life. Around Manhattan. Around <laughs> <laughs> New <in the laughs> um, Uh that really just did not tolerate formula. There was a woman I know who adopted a baby mm-hmm. and she induced she she made about seven ounces herself. I love those stories. Isn't it cool? That's but it. she needed she needed she relied on the kindness of strangers wow. to donate milk to her because anytime her baby at formula, she vomited. She could not tolerate. It. She tried every kind. So she yeah. had to just go around sourcing milk. And people love sharing their milk. I think so, yeah. They, it's it's they can give something back. It's it's very powerful. Yeah, it's
0: something that it's not. It doesn't cost you anything to give it,
1: and yeah. you're helping somebody. And it's unique. It's yeah. something that not everybody can do. Right. And there's only a specific time in your life when you can do yeah. this. So that's cool.
0: That, that's something about motherhood in general that I have to remind myself a lot. Like, this is only a specific time window within yeah. this process because sometimes, you know, when you're struggling with something and and you're, like, Googling what to do and all, and sometimes I just want, I've realized in my four years as a mom, our kids are playing in there. Um, Sometimes I've realized that, like, it'll just pass. If I don't figure this phase out, it's just, this it'll be over. This shall them, pass.
1: All the hard stuff and all the good stuff. Yeah. The sweet and babies grow. All know. the good stuff, but all the hard stuff too. Totally. Yeah.
0: I feel like I could talk to Leanne forever. Um mm-hmm. we probably should do this again because you're
1: a wealth of information and you're entertaining. Well, but and I love I love discussing all this. It's awesome. I, I love mothers, I love babies. I know.
0: But um yeah, we have to go because all of our children, Valisa's, mine and Leanne's, are all in separate rooms playing because they're being good.
1: <laughs> just mothers does that make us if we've neglected them? I
0: don't think they're neglected. Oh, they're you. old okay. enough to play alone. <laughs> it's just how long will that last without disaster ensuing? <laughs> right. <pursuing>? right. <laughs> Anyhow, but um, thank you everybody for watching. I forgot to mention we do have a giveaway this week of nursing tea. So if you are in need of some nursing tea, there will be a link in the video description to enter, or you can leave us a comment about something about nursing. And we have two screenings coming up, coincidentally, on the same day, in L.A. and Philadelphia. So if you are in L.A. on October 18th, you can see Slummy Mummy at the L.A. Femme International Film Festival. Or if you are in Philadelphia on October 18th, you can see Double Leche, which is our series about funny and awkward moments in breastfeeding, at the First Glance Film Festival. And there are links for those. So, yay. Um, Yay. Thanks for talking to us from Brooklyn, V. All right. I'll see you later. Cool. Thank you, everybody. Bye. 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 Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.